Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Ladies and gents, all things covered listeners all things covered viewers watching us on youtube man we got a treat for you guys and i might be a bit biased anytime we have a certain position on our show you know we we oftentimes go to the island we're not talking a peninsula we're talking a legit island and when you go to the island you got to make sure you got the proper service and the proper individuals that's on that island and right now <clears throat> this guy he ain't got a peninsula. He got his own island. I mean, three-time pro bowler in the National Football League. First team all-pro in 2017. He should have a few more first teams under his belt, but we're going to talk about that a little later in the show. Uh, Second-round selection in the 2013 draft. Currently a Philadelphia Eagles elite-like player. One of the best playmakers in the National Football League. If you guys know him, they call him Big Play Slay. Darius Slade, join us here, All Things Covered. Big Play Slay, how you doing? I'm good, man. What's good? What's good? Man, we good, man. Everything's good, man. It, it, it's, it's, you know, I feel good. You know, even though Pat P is not here with us, man, having DBs on the show, man, it's always a big time, big deal. It's a yeah. big deal. And not just having a DB, one of the best corners in the league. I mean, yes, man, he ain't, they ain't even throwing your weight like that. I mean, you can't even beg for a target. I'd be watching you out there. Sometimes you play off technique, you know what I mean? Just a little soft coverage so they can go ahead and throw something your way. They still won't give you no action. That's respect. That's respect. <laughs> so we're going to tap into all of that a little later in our show. But let's, Slay, let's, let's start at the beginning. You know what I mean? Let's go to the beginning. You grew up in Brunswick, Georgia, right? Brunswick. Right. You went to uh, JUCO at Atawamba Community College for your first few years of college. And then you had an opportunity to go to Mississippi State. For me, I never been to JUCO. I know a lot of guys that went that route, but you know, watching Last Chance you and seeing how the JUCO players go about their business, man. How was it for you? It was good, man. It was a, it's a learning process, man. It, it really humbled you, you know, because uh, you know JUCO, man. It's just like the, you know, it's just rough, you know, guys that be coming in, you know, um, shoot, they, they they ain't got like the cafeteria. It's just a, it's a, it's a different when you get to the D one, man. You feel luxury when you get to D one, but at JUCO, man, it was like still, bro. That thing was real deal, though, man. Like you, uh, a lot of times you might go hungry because the cafeteria closed because they ran out of food. You wow. know? Yeah, so it was real rough, but it was cool though, man. You know, I, I met some of my best friends there, man, doing JUCO time because that's one of my a lot of hard times going through it, man. You know, definitely me from Brunswick, Georgia, always. Mm -hmm. So far from home, man, ain't had nowhere to go eat for Thanksgiving. A lot of people, you know, a lot of friends opening their homes up for me to come over there and stuff. So uh, I met a lot of good people there, man, built some real good relationships with. And, and talking about the times, you know, throughout JUCO, oftentimes a lot of players get lost, lost in the shuffle. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Talented, but not dialed in and focused. But for you, how were you able to impress the NFL scouts to eventually become a second round I mean, to eventually get uh, an opportunity to go to Mississippi State and then becoming a second round uh, draft pick. Man, so um, 
I really had a, like a true game plan, you know. Uh, so so Banks was coming in his sophomore year was one of the hottest corners coming up as a young guy in the sophomore yep. year. And I we me and Banks the same class. I both we both committed out of high school there. So um so a lot of scouts was you know looking at him, you know. Uh, so you know back when we came from it was like uh every Tuesday was a it was money day. That's when scouts came out there. Mm-hmm. So uh, every time one on one reps go up, I'm trying to get like six or seven of them. You know, yeah. pretty and you know they come to watch Banks and Fletcher at the time because they do the most popping two on the team. Yeah. So, yeah. but um at the time I was like you know clamping up, doing what I do, you know putting out my film on there in practice. So uh, one of my first coaches that noticed me was in Chicago. Man, and he came up to me and was like, "Man, you you're a talented guy." My junior year, and um you know ever since then I took that and ran with it. Yeah, you look at your time in Mississippi State playing in the SEC six interceptions two to the house and you also ran that four three six did you realize going to the combine he's gonna clock that type of time uh easily man i was i was born pretty fast man i ain't i ain't trying to toot my own horn but i ain't yeah. i ain't even trained for the 40 you know ain't, ain't nobody gonna get me that much faster than i'm already is so you said uh, you didn't train nah i ain't had to train for no 40 I was the only so thing you, just I did, you just did drills yeah i just did drills and working out <laughs> trying to stay in shape man uh I was already blessed with speed, uh, you know, young. You know, I had one of them guys that'd be like, hey, you country fast, you know. I just, no technique, no nothing, head, mm-hmm. tilt back, and I'm running. <laughs> so so yeah. let me ask you this question. Let's say if you legit put in hardcore training for the 40, what would you have ran outside of oh. You ran a 4.36, not training. So just yeah. imagine if you trained. Man, I'd probably have been, I'd probably knocked it down to like, a, you know, I ran it, you know, they say a 4.31 on the unofficial. With the four three, so I probably ran a four three three or something like that. Ooh. Easily, you know. I was, <laughs> I just hopped up there and just like, let's go, man. Let's get this out of the way because I like I knew uh, I was fast. And then uh, the scouts at the uh, combine was like, Slate, can you run? I'm like, yeah, because they say I look slow on film. I said, uh, and I my response was them to like, if I'm looking fast on film, that means I'm panicking. Uh-huh. I ain't control, I'm not controlling the route. You no know, question. So, so nobody like ain't noticed how fast I was. So that's why I kept yeah. giving them excuse. They said, if you run good, you'll do good. I said, I ain't worried about me running. I'm probably gonna be the fastest guy here. You know, mm-hmm. and he was like, Oh, we you talking big, slay, da da da. And then you know, I end up being the uh the uh, third overall fast, you know, t- uh oh, who it was, was Tavon and Tavon and uh and Marquise Goodwin. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So good with the yeah, not only two that beat me. So <laughs> yeah, and then you know, and uh, that was it. I'm like, yeah, I don't know why people think I was slow, but you know, it was cool though. <laughs> uh, cool story. I didn't know that. I didn't know that at all. And and because of what you did collegially at Mississippi State, because of what you did at the combine, you get drafted to the Detroit Lions, and we know your love for Detroit runs super, super deep. But that's an organization <laughs> that doesn't have the best reputation when it comes to being productive. Uh, what was your perception of the city and the organization when you heard they drafted you? Uh, it was it was love, man. Um, shoot, man. Like I said, I always appreciate nothing for taking a chance on me, man, because I was a I was a high risk, you know, mm-hmm. Juco guy, one year experience, you know, one full year experience. And, um, you know, they took a chance on me, and, you know, the chance panned out well. But. The organization was good to me. Um, you know, the city was love. You know, I was real big involved in the city. Yeah. Uh, I'm one of the guys that went to high school games every week, every uh, Friday. Oh, you're a uh, big-time high school football fan, huh? Oh, yeah, man. I love ball, man. So I go yeah. support the kids. And uh, all season, as soon as, as soon as I get ready to work out, I have a mandatory, you know, I pick about 15 kids out, out of the off of Twitter, you know. Mm. And um, and we go get it in. I'm going to call him. Wow. Yeah, so and we go do, get it in. you do that every year? Every year I do you it every pick year. random I do it. 15 players. 15 guys that hit me up out of high school, college kids, whatever. Uh, we go get it in. You know, I've been doing that since I've been in the league. 
you know, and I've been doing it while since I've been in Philly. You know, we always get it in hard. Uh, it was a big thing for me, just motivating kids and letting them be around me. Because uh-huh. I could have only imagine, you know, that happened with me in high school, you know. No so question. Much. Think you about know, how so, that would have motivated you. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and it, and they're doing a great thing for them. And, you know, so the guys were looking up to me, man, so I'm real big in helping kids. Hey, well, listen, listeners, listeners, listening to us on your podcast uh, format and watching us on YouTube, hit Darius up on Twitter. You might be one of the lucky few that he s- decides to work out with during the offseason. D Slay, what's your Twitter name? Uh, Big Play underscore maybe 24. Maybe they can find you. I'm pretty sure they can find it. They can find it. They can find yeah. me. Either. Yeah. So, hey, start reaching out now. You might be a lucky, a lucky high school player. Get a chance to work out one of the best to do it. So, hey, great, great opportunity. So go ahead and take advantage of it. Going to your time in Detroit, one of the best to ever do, Calvin Johnson. Calvin yeah. Johnson. Is there a time you remember when you first jumped into the league, maybe your first OTA practice, your first minicamp practice, you lined up across number 81. Did he ever get the best of you? Man, look, my whole rookie year, uh-huh. I did fall down from him. So um, this was when the time was hard, you know, as a rookie, you know, you was, I was a starter and I had to be a scout team guy. So I'm in, oh, you get double reps, double reps, double reps. Yeah. They don't care about how your body feel. You're young. You don't care. So I was, they had to be like the guys that's the follow Calvin. That's when everybody really started getting into being a travel corner. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I had to be Pat P in practice. I had to be Revis in practice yeah. and I had to follow Calvin and man, he, he helped me so much, but man, my rookie year, man, he, Man, he punished me every day, <laughs> every day. <laughs> Made it look easy, but one thing I appreciate about him, like every time he caught the ball, he kind of coached me up on why, why he oh, did it. Oh, you loved that? I loved yes. it. Yeah, yeah, I loved yeah. it. Man, he, he, me are two Georgia kids, mm-hmm. and man, we got a lot of respect for each other. Man, he helped me yeah. build, help me be who I am today. Do you vividly remember the first time you got the best of Calvin? Yeah, my uh, going into my second year OTAs, uh, I was competing with this guy for number twenty three. His name mm-hmm. uh, was Cassius. Okay. And, uh, so we was going uh, competing against 23. Calvin ran an out and up on me uh-huh. first week of practice. And I and I knocked it down. And I was like, we and, we, and I had a high point attack the ball. So I'm like, damn, I just kind of got up with a six-five dude. Like I yeah. got up there, up there. And you know, that gave me my little confidence, you know, because I was getting, like I said, he was tearing me up all my whole rookie year. Gave me all my confidence I needed. Uh end up end up starting my second year fully. And uh man, I had a great year. Yeah, and let's go back to your rookie campaign because playing in the National Football League as a rookie corner, man, you're going to see so much that you've never seen before, right? And during your rookie year, Jim Swartz, who was the D.C. at that time, he was the D.C., right? Head coach. Head coach, head coach, my sorry. He mm-hmm. was the head coach at that time. He benched you three different times yes. during your rookie campaign. Man, how did you maintain your confidence throughout that process? Man, it was too hard, man. But I had, like, I had Rasheem Mathis, man, OG. Oh. That kind of like yeah. uh, him Jackson and Jaguar Quinn. legend. Yeah, man, they kept me on my kept me on my toes, man. What really set it apart was when he just told me as a young guy, say, "Hey, Slay, I'm here to guide you, mm-hmm. and this is gonna be your secondary room. You know, this is gonna be your room. You know, I'm just here to be. I'm your guide book. Yep. So that put a lot that that you know, if you're in this business, you know that it it carries a long way when you know a guy that's really trying to like he competing with you, but he also wants you to help you. You know, yes. some of the guys these days, man, they compete with you, take his spot, don't give you no pointers, no nothing. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, man, I lost my job three times, you know, off of, um, you know, playing a good. I was kind of, kind of lost, you know, because uh, my first play, I actually, in the NFL, AP went for the little 90-something yard tub when he came off that little AC. And my second play, I got a PBU that turned, watch that, baby. Okay, go back. Uh, I had uh, made a PBU and DeAndre Levy picked it. And, and mm-hmm. you score. 
So I'm like, man, I'm hype. You know, I just yeah. made a play, so I'm hype. So we're going into the third quarter, coming out the halftime, they hit a dig and go on me. Mm. And, you know, what and, coverage y'all was in? Man, we was in quad. Oh. And Lou, Del's, Lou Delmas was my safety. So, He's you know. He's supposed to uh, take the dig, and you did. You know, how was y'all yeah, playing so y'all quad? How we played it was is whoever, if I press, I got uh-huh. the dig. You by and yourself, I'm gotcha. Off, now, if I'm off, he got the dig. So I pressed yeah. it. And, you know, I'm mm-hmm. slipped the dig. Yeah. He hit the go on me, the dig and go. About a 60 yard bomb. I tackled him, but uh-huh. next thing you know, Swartz took me right out. Boom. I said, oh my goodness. <laughs> and I said, dang, I can't give up a play. So I'm hot. So I thought I was done that. Then came back second week playing Arizona. Uh, got dog. And they drafted the running back from Clemson in the second round. So uh, Ellington. Ellington, yeah. yeah so with the we had, Yeah, we was at the, we was at the, I remember like yesterday, we was in the bunch route. Um, you know, we got a, in the red zone, you know, we got a little cover three beaters. So um, the running back came out the backfield, red and will. Mm-hmm. I do came vertically deep. So I sped, turned to the, to the, to the wheel, right. I'm trying to make a play on it. I missed time. I jumped. He called it touchdown. Bench me again. I said, yeah. oh my good. That's not even my play to make, you know, yeah. but he just said, That's uh, supposed to be the flat player in the cover. Yeah. Flat guy got to take the wheel route. He got to take the wheel. So they said, yes. uh, maybe that man, if he said, Slay, man, you too athletic not to make that play. Da, 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 da. Found an excuse to bench me and yeah. then bench me again and put a responsible guy named Sheen in, which was, of course, irresponsible. Uh-huh. And then next thing you know, he kept the spot. And um, shoot, you know, the whole time he took the spot, though, he still coached me up. Uh, you love that. Man, that goes a long way. A lot of organizations don't have that. And you know how it is. A lot of organizations got guys that hate on the next man, especially so if they feel like you're a threat. Facts. You know what I mean? Those are the organizations that are oftentimes bad organizations because they ain't got good people within the organization. True. I mean, you come in to take my job, it's a battle. Best man win, but it's not my job to not help you. Right. I mean, that's how you miss out on your blessings. But a lot of people don't, a lot of fans don't know about that, man. There's a lot of hate going on within the locker room, man. A on the field and off the field. Yes, a lot of hate, man. You be like, what for, man? We both all is making money, bro. Let's, yes. let's, let's go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we that's one thing I love about a locker room in Pittsburgh, man. We all rock with each other. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, and, yeah. You and, can and, tell. My boy Steve said the same thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve Nelson. You know what I mean? He yeah. was, he was over there with a different regime, but the culture was still intact based on yeah. how it was when I was there. So mm-hmm. yeah, that goes a long way. And I'm pretty sure some of the things that Rasheed Mathis, you know, show you now you're showing to some of the younger guys. You know, Maddox and some of the other guys you guys got there in the secondary. And because of that, look at you. You still making plays. They can't. They can't. They can't touch Slate. They can't no, touch come on you now. Your, yeah, they can't touch Slayway in your bag. <laughs> hey, <laughs> so talking about Detroit, one thing that I think the organization, and we're going to talk about this, but when they hired Jim Caldwell, I felt like, wow, this, this is an individual that can bring some energy uh, to the organization. But how did the organization, organization change for the better when they hired Caldwell? And why did they get rid of him just in four seasons? Uh, that's, the, that's the question, man. That everybody need to answer, man. We, I've been, my thing is that I don't know why you would replace a guy like that, man. He was very consistent, man. Humble. Two playoff appearances in four years. Two playoffs in four, four years. Um, you know, I'm, and we had the roster like we had in 2014. So mm-hmm. he would still find a way to get us there. And, you know, we had, you know, had brought a new GM in and he wanted his guy, you know, guy, you know how business work. He wanted his guy in, but, uh, his guy supposed to have got us over the hump, but that, that wasn't about that. You know, we could have got all over the hump easily, yep. you know, but uh, it was just crazy, man. He changed the culture, though, for us, man. He made us feel like a family, man, and he made it more and more like it's not about football all the time. He, uh, you know, as me, as a young guy, as I was young, I looked at him as almost a father figure. 
Yeah. You know, because he he preached about us taking care of our money, doing the right things, all the money. If you need somewhere to try to be invested in, how to handle it, come talk to me. So it was always bigger than football with him. And then he always cared about our bodies. Mm. He, he, I was a two year two guy playing all the time. He walked up to me in practice and said, Slay, man, how you feeling today? I said, yeah, coach, man, I'm, you know, I'm a little tired. My little legs hurting, you know? Yeah. And after that, he just said, hey, walk through, you know? Oh, you love that. And I'm in year two. So yeah, like, you, got, you, you I, ain't even I, earned your stripes yet. I ain't even earned the stripes yet, but I got pulled like that, you know? Yeah. And he's like, hey, walk through for the seven on seven. And I was like, crazy, you know what I'm saying? So when coach shows so much appreciation to how hard we work during the week, man, you, and some days- You show him appreciation by just doing what he wants you to do. And, and, and he was simple. It wasn't nothing difficult, wasn't nothing hard. Yeah. You know, he was like, if you did something crazy, you already knew what you were gonna get fined for. Like he already had it. Like it was no yelling, no nothing. So he had it very smooth around that man. He had to, he had the Detroit going in the right direction for sure. Yeah, and and I, I I've talked about this on CBS. Like looking at all the coaches they've been through since then, you had the man in place. You just wasn't patient. Uh, made two playoff appearances in four years. The Lions had made play the playoffs just twice in the previous thirteen years. Carwell went thirty six to twenty eight with the Lions. He had the top winning percentage for a full-time Lions coach since 1956. Detroit Lions fans are still throwing up right now. Anytime yeah. they hear that name. Right Come now. On. Yeah. Right but now. <laughs> hey, sometimes Come when you make a bad decision, it can affect you for years to come. And they still affecting the Detroit yeah, we Lions. We were the number two defense in 2014. We was oh, y'all were biting. Yeah. We, GQ had eight picks. Uh, Diggs had like six picks. I had like three. She had, mm -hmm. we had like 30-something total picks. Some about 50 something sacks with suit them. Like we was going crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah, man. And and it was just like he gave us that that go, that lead way to man. Go ahead and just play ball, man, and have fun doing it. He made football yeah. fun. No question. When you make football fun, usually production follows in one of your best years so far. 2017. Yep. <laughs> he was in that bag. Boy, you were here. <laughs> yeah, <I was laughs> you every week, every week it seemed like a ball was fine to you. You made the Pro Bowl. Uh, you were all pro team, first team. Uh, you had eight interceptions, and man, get this, 26. 26 PBUs. Both you led the league. What clicked for you in 2017? Uh, when Sheen went down, man, that was Sheen last year. He retired. He had a, a serious concussion, man, and he couldn't, you know, and at that time, I wasn't a travel corner. Mm -hmm. So I was going to, and um, then, you know, Sheen had, you know, shut it down, made me to a traveling corner. So I was just following all the receivers, man, and was just, going crazy i'm like oh man and you know and guys was like oh he young da 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 still a little young he he got he earned his money but you know that's just because he just but man look it sprouted up crazy i was finding the ball like crazy like what and i and that's when i feel like i got a lot of targets because i was on the number one guys and I, was they had me in, yeah they had me in zero a lot so yeah. like a lot of time was just like guys were getting double or we were just leaning to the other side and man i was working though working yeah. and i was enjoying every matchup i had and, you know, I kept making plays. And me and Pat, Pete talk about this all the time. How important is it, Slate, for <clears throat> your confidence and just your ability when you get your hands on the football early in the ball game? Quick. Like, definitely <laughs> you can get bored so fast. Like, man, I remember, I remember playing against Green Bay and uh, John Jones. Uh, what was his name? James Jones. James Jones, yep. James Jones. And, man, I was clamping them, you know, clamping them up easily, you know. And not Aaron did not look there not one time. My other teammate at the time, Nevin Lawson, he was going mm -hmm. to against a young Devontae. You know, Devontae wasn't Devontae who he is now. Yeah. Devontae was year two guy. My young boy had 17 targets. 
I'm like, can I switch? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, <laughs> I need to get get my rhythm going. My, I don't feel like my press work all crazy because I ain't yeah. really like driving nothing because he ain't looking. I'm like, come on now. Like, but uh, it's real, man. You you go because one play they catch on you now. You know, it, it, conference can get a little shaky in the middle no of question. the game. So, yeah. uh, but you want to start off on fire. You you want to first third down. It's third and five. You know they run hit uh, attack them sticks. Go ahead and run this little hitch. Let me get my hands on it. Please let me get let, my hands please, on it. Please <laughs> yeah. do it. Please. Yeah. And when did you realize your time in Detroit was coming to an end? Uh, you know, just talking to uh, at the time talking to Bob Quinn. You know, uh, mm-hmm. honestly, I knew I had to get up out of there because um. Man, me, like I said, me and Manny P was not going to never see eye to eye. You know, yeah. I would hey, never did it, did it start off that way with you and Patricia or did it eventually yeah, it, get to it that It started level? off like that, man. It started off like that. And um, Why do you, you know, think? I don't know, you know, because he he felt as in a way that the time I went to go work out with, um, it was me, Sherm. We all did like a little deep, Sherm set up a little DB camp for uh, mm-hmm. for the NFL players. So me, Sherm, uh, it was Xavier Rose, Tlaib. You know, mm-hmm. I was a guy that just coming off my first pro bowl i'm gonna be around these kind of i feel like you know some super some future hall of famers guys no that's very talented to leave i feel like was for sure one of the best for like eight nine years easily yeah stern was sure at the top of his game for like six seven eight years too so yeah. i'm gonna you know learn you no know question. trying to get better and um you know so i got back to otas after i mean at the otas and all that at the camp when camp started i had reported the camp and he came in and brought me into his office our first meeting he said um Hey Slay, man, you know, uh, I, ain't, I I don't think you should have been working out with them guys that we play against this year. You know, cause guys like Marvin Jones, all them guys got to see it. You got they got to play against them. I'm like, what? What they got to do with me? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what they got to do with me? And he was just like, you don't think them guys are trying to figure out what you, what what kind of technique them guys do? I'm saying, what? Man, these are professionals. If they doing their job, they gonna know what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? So, no question. And then, so what, what really tricked the is because he said that was my first, that was my first Pro Bowl. He was like, and he basically hit me straight up to their face and said, honestly, I don't even think you even in that category. You know, huh? so I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, what? I'm like, you know, so after that, we, it was like, I'm like, all right, man, I got to get on out of here. Like, you know, I got to get on out of here. I'm like, man, me and you don't got no kind of talk. We just, we business partners. What do you need me what? to do to help this team win? I'm going to win. I'm going to do it. You kept and it professional. Yeah, I respect that, homie. You kept it professional. But you telling me Patricia just came out and said what he said, which clearly didn't make any sense. You're working out with defensive backs, corners that play the same position you play. And like you said, at that time, these guys were in the top tier of the oh, positional game. group. Yeah. You, you learning from them. Along right. with them probably learning from you. It has nothing to do with y'all wide receivers because y'all wide receivers wasn't even there. Yeah. Like, what are they going like, to do? Like, I'm like, he, his, hey. his philosophy was, just, you know, I don't know. You know, you've been in the league long enough. You know how to pitch it well for, like, everybody. It's, it's a little weird. Some of them, it's like, it, can be, it can be a little weird. Yeah, they're a little weird. They be just think everybody find a way to cheat and all this kind of stuff, man. Got <laughs> cheat, man. Hey, man. don't say that word, boy. That can open up Pandora's box. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. But yeah, man, it was weird, man. And I was like, man, this dude, this dude weird. So I just like left it alone. I said, man, I talked to him. We had a man-to-man talk. Yeah. Hey, we don't because he's like, don't ask me about my kids, my family, how I'm doing, bro. Just, just coach keep it me. Football. Keep it football. Just tell me what I need to do to help y'all win. And I'm gonna do it. And I'm gonna get my best ability. And I told him I promise him that, and that's it. Like, yeah, we ain't cool. Cause like he was trying my my like, you know, he trying to belittle me. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. like, so like, nah, he can't belittle me. Like, I know I work too hard for somebody to belittle me. So um, we, we ain't click at all. Wow. 
Wow. Wow, that's that's crazy. Yeah. Man. Well, it didn't last long for him out there in Motown. So no. And last time I checked, you still doing you still doing numbers. So yeah, and I told him after I made my second one and then my third one, I said I, I'm back to back. You know, three more times, two more times. You know, Pro Bowl. <laughs> that's what you hit him with. Since since, since I ain't uh since I'm in in that category, you know, I told him what like, was yeah. his what was his response. You know, he just you know it went directly to him. It just to yeah. myself and telling him like yeah yeah I was motivated to make let him know like I'm like that. You know, no I, I work too hard to not be like that. And uh, so it was just motivation for me to go out there and really trying to dominate the game. Well, look, here, it worked out well for you then and it's still working out well for you now. Uh, current day, you know, you're part of the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, the last two weeks, you guys have been flying. Right. Beat up on Denver, beat up on the Saints. But this past Sunday, uh, not the outcome we all expected. And I got Jalen Hurts on my fantasy team. And Jalen, I know he's going to bounce back for me, so it's okay. Matter yeah. of fact, don't worry, Darius, when you retire, don't get into fantasy football. It's nerve-wracking. <laughs> it ain't good for your blood pressure. I'm going to tell you that much right now. So whenever you retire, don't play fantasy football because it ain't good for your pressure. Uh, but, you know, not the results you guys wanted, but do you still believe the Eagles can make the playoffs? Of course, man. You know, we just got to keep executing, man. We got, uh, like I said, we got to... Uh... We got the Jets, and then we got nothing but division games after. Mm, so we yeah. know they, you know, as we know in the league, they times two. So yeah. we got to go out here and, and, and you know and dominate these boys. So uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, some fun weeks. No question, and you know how that playoff run goes. The teams that get into the playoffs, they beat the teams they're supposed to beat. Ain't no right. guarantee in the NFL. We know that. But know. let's keep it real. There are teams you're supposed to beat. F- facts. No, There's teams no that we already know in your schedule, like with it. <laughs> It's a weapon yeah. we put on them. So, you know, yeah. shoot. So we just got to keep executing, man, and, and just don't hurt ourselves. And we'll, yeah. we'll be all right. And let's talk about your game so far this year, man. You got three touchdowns already uh, in the bag. You were already known as Big Play Slay, but when did that moniker uh, arrive for you? What, my name or me just yeah, making big, big, big Play Slay. Yeah, my coach gave it to me, man, from uh, Mississippi State, man. And uh-huh. uh, that, he gave it to me because I was in camp. My first year, I got to Mississippi State. I was in camp, and I had, like, probably, like, 10 picks the first week. In like, camp? I was just picking. Yeah, in, in, in training camp at you Mississippi State. You getting pick every day? Oh, literally every day. At least maybe two or three sometimes because it was so easy. I'm like, man, this SEC got to be trash. You know, I'm like, what's going on? You know, yeah. it was easy. I was picking left and right. But, uh. That's how I got my name. He gave it to me, man. He's like, you know, he was the one that kind of ran the second team. He gave the calls for the second team kind of bit. And uh, uh, Collins, Jeff Collins, he, you know, the uh, head coach yeah, head right coach now. Head coach for Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. So he yep. the one gave me my name. And, uh, you know, it took off from there. But, you know, and I just led on with it. And uh, right now I feel like, you know, this is what they've been waiting on me to do oh, for the longest. I, oh, so. I know you can get all kind of free cheese steaks out there in Philly Come right on now. now. Like, they love me right now. But, you know, you know how the Philly fans is. Yeah, they love yeah. Me now. Right that way. Ride I'm gonna keep way. riding to to shut down on. Hey, you should go to you should go to Mitchell and Ness and go get you some free jerseys, some free gear. How you how you doing? I I know they loving big plays, Slate. Yeah, they loving me right now. So hey, I'm loving them too. So we yes, gonna keep sir. riding this wave. Yeah. <laughs> how how difficult though sometimes for you? You talked about this earlier in the show to live up to the big play Slate nickname, but not getting any targets. Right. It's hard. You know. Uh, like I said, my resume kind of speak for itself, and uh, I'm kind of good around the ball, good tighty tight coverage. So. It's hard to make the play that, you know, that I'll be wanting to a lot, you know, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, people, they just game planning. You know, we go find a way not to, you know, make the uh, slay impact the game. And, uh, you know, some coaches do well against, some coaches don't. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, but uh, shoot, man, I'll, I'll tell you one thing, though. I'll be going out to go hard and try to find a play, but uh, I'll try to let them come to me mm-hmm. and just play the game. Hey, the ball always find the playmakers. That's yeah. one thing. It, it will find you. I mean, that fumble you got in Denver, man, how in the world the ball bounce right to you? Um, you look, you it down was, there it just looking. Hey, you looking for some scraps. Yeah. Oh, I got action and took off. Got action. I saw the dude trying to grab it. No, give it here. (laughs) (laughs) The ball will find a playmaker. That's how it is. That's how it is. You know what I mean? So uh, it's always been that way for you, and it's continuing this year. Question for you, how sweet was it to score against the Lions? Man, man, that's probably a good – it was sweet, man, but, you know, I really wish Manny P. done was there. I ain't going to lie. I was probably through the ball all week. I probably threw the ball in the stands and all kind of mess, ran up on the hall up and down their sideline, every kind of crazy mess. I probably I would accept any fine the NFL wanted to give me that day. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. But uh, you know, it was smooth. Um, there's no hard blood with them definitely now. Cause you know, like I said, Matty P ain't there. None yeah, that So uh I got enough respect for that coach over there for doing what he's doing. Cause I'm um, you know, hearing his interviews and hearing how he talked, man. I know that team got a lot of heart, a lot of passion, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so I got nothing but respect for them guys over there for sure right now. So I just kind of just kept it simple, you yeah. know, got love for the deep when they see the score. I, I probably got more cheers than when I scored than, than anything. Yeah, the still rock I was with probably going to get booed. I didn't. Yeah. It was like, slay. So I'm like, yeah, oh, they, still man, rock with you. they really love me. I like, yeah. I love y'all too. <laughs> <laughs> and you left, you left a good impression for all the fans there in Detroit, even though you're playing for the Eagles. So they still rock with you. Yeah, they, they mess with me heavy. Yeah, slay, we got something in common. My favorite basketball player was Kobe. Kobe Bean oh. Bryant. And over there on my right, I got a box full of Kobe's right now. I'm pretty sure you do as well. Of course. Well, a few weeks ago, you had what we call, what you call your Kobe moment versus yeah. the Saints. Did you plan that? Uh, I mean, it just came to me when I picked it. it. Well, you know what? Uh, tell us the actual Kobe moment. What did you do during this play that we're talking about? That oh, man, I had to jump, Kobe on the, moment? jump on the stands, man. And, and I, if I could have pulled my shirt back like how he did, I would have. But I had a jersey on too tight. Yeah. So, I stood up there, man. I just like, man, it's my Kobe moment. I'm finna do it. But I just like, you know, I just chanted. I like, I can't put my jersey to the side, you know, but it's okay. <laughs> but Kobe know what I'm doing it for. <laughs> no question. And take us through. I love being able to take our listeners and viewers into actual gameplay. Take us through that play on that pick that you had mm-hmm. uh, on on Taste. Uh, who was the quarterback? Simeon? Trevor Simeon. Simeon. What route they tried to run and what, what you guys were in coverage-wise? Uh, man, we was in a man. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, Third and about it's two minutes. So, you know, everybody like to play, you know, smooth and chill. You know, they try to get chunk plays, chunk plays. So me knowing what the game plan is, they say, okay, I seen them 11 come out here. It's the fast guy. So they think somebody gonna be soft cushion on them. But like I said, I'm fast. I really don't care if you try to run by me. I feel like I can run with anybody. So yeah. I baited the throw. So, you know, most likely you see two, two by two. First thing everybody think of is gonna be slants or all go. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm on top of you. My position going to be on top of you. So you go, you know, at sometimes at one, they stop. Yeah. So, um, shoot, I was in position for the fade and the comeback. So I got in my best plant foot and I got out of there. You know, I cleared, cleared a little three-step, make sure it no slant. Got my mm-hmm. eyes right there. I said, yeah, I'm on top. He finna just stop. I'm finna go ahead and go get this. So, you know, I didn't run the route for him. Yes, you did. Man, you ran the route for him. You had a great body position to get that three. That three-step read is so important. I hate watching college football, and I don't see corners getting in three-step They do not do it. That's a cheat code. Because the thing about this, Slade, you know this. Even after that third step, if they get into that fourth step and that shoulder get ready to turn, you're about to get an intermediate route. You're about to break it off. So get prepared. Get prepared. So it's it's hard, but it's it's simple. Yeah. It's hard, but it's simple. It takes reps. 
it, it takes reps. reps. Mm-hmm. But it's and simple. Oftentimes, all the time you know about this, you might get a little, you might get a step or two deeper so you can get a good viewpoint on the quarterback so you can really see the three yeah. steps. Because you know, when they got guys rushing, offensive linemen standing up, you might not be able to see them. Yeah. It's clear. Get a little step two deeper. Get that three-step read, man. Because watch, you do a great job at it. Yeah. When you, your off technique is so fluid and so smooth. Like you always comfortable, like you said, it makes sense now. You know, you always want to be in control. But your, your your off technique, man, is like like it's like watching an artist create a painting. It's smooth, man. I had to learn. <laughs> hey, hey, you do you do a great job. You're doing a great job. Uh talking about one of the up-and-coming guys on your team, you seem to have established a great friendship with Devontae Smith. And I mm-hmm. saw a clip uh the Eagles posted, I think it was last week. You and Devontae was arguing about who can cover who. And, right. and you and you lined up at wide receiver, gave him a little, little one, two, little one, two. Uh, but is there any any possibility, any 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 opportunity for you? Because you didn't score three touchdowns already. Now, there are a lot of wide receivers, a lot of offensive players in the league ain't got no three touchdowns under their belt. Right. Coach, Coach uh, Nick Seriani can put you on offense, or would you ever try to make that happen? Get you on offense I a little mean, bit? Look, if Coach won't put the rock in my hand, I ain't gonna tell him not to. So you know. Give me a little bubble. Give me a little, you know, go ball, you know, slant. Any something quick and media, you know, get me going. You know, uh, but uh, if he ever do it, man, you know I'm open for it for sure. But, I already uh, know if he puts you on offense, you're trying to run a go ball. Easily. I'm trying to go. I'm running, trying to run right past somebody. <laughs> I, yeah. I already know. How special <laughs> you think uh, Devontae can be as he goes through his uh, first year in the NFL? It's going to be smooth. He good, man. He's so smooth, man. He patient. He understand. And like I always told people to, to the media and to the world that he's he's a guy that just want to learn. He's not one of them guys that think he knows it all. Mm-hmm. He asks about any corner that's, that's coming against him. He asks questions, man. And that's a big thing about young guys don't do. A lot yeah. of guys are having too much uh, manly, too much heart to ask another man, another grown man, what he can do to get better. But he don't. Anytime yeah. he feel like we have our little Thursday talk, we got a Thursday talk we do every day, every week. You and, and him? Um, me, him, and, and all, it'd be me and all the receivers, you know, all the receivers, all them young. So I just try to talk to my ball, life, you know, how this That's game dope. go. Yeah, so we have our little Thursday talks. Maybe we'll be out there about 15 minutes. We just chop it up. And, you know, sometimes Devontae like, hey, man, what you feel about this guy? What you think I could beat him, man? Or any one of them. So all of them do the same, but he does it a lot, man. He be pulling me to the side a lot, and he'll just ask me a lot, a lot of questions. Oh, that's dope. I, I, I love that. I love that. And he seems to be quiet, but he's oftentimes in front of the camera, so he might not be camera shy, but uh, it's great that you're able to, to tutor the young guys and they're listening to you as well, because that's the great thing about great people. The ones that are willing to listen and, mm-hmm. and, and be able to learn and, and they're teachable, great things going to follow them. Another great guy, and this is the last question for you, Slate, before we transition to the superlative part. Another young up-and-coming guy is Jalen Hurts. Um, yeah. you know, year two, uh, we've heard stories about the leadership he's been able to display throughout the organization, but what has impressed you the most about your second year quarterback and Jalen Hurts? That uh, He don't lack no confidence at all, man. You know, he, he can, you know, have a bad play. He can find a way to shake back, keep his composure uh, and his, and his demeanor don't change. You know, some people like demeanor get changed. You know, he get he get a little sloppy, a little sloppy here, but now nah, he tried to have the same mindset, go out here and try to dominate a guy and try to be the uh, the best player he could be to help this team win, man. He got a great – he do have a great leadership, man, as a young mm-hmm. guy. Ain't too many people that's built in as to be a leader that early. Like, I wasn't a guy that built in to be a leader that early. I was like a, a example guy. Just I just work hard, you know, yeah. 
and just do it. He don't want to, he vocal and he work hard and he know what to say to a team to get us going. Yeah. You know, that was my lack of thing. I ain't know what to say at a young age. I was just like, but let's go. You know, he got the, he got the kind of mindset that had the words to kind of like make you, you know, like, dang, bro, I, I kind of want to run through a wall for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, um, he does a good job with that. How good can Jalen Hurts be in a Philadelphia be, Eagles uniform? He can be real good, man. You know, like I'm saying, like he a guy right now, I feel like I ain't, you know, I don't like comparing people a lot too much, but like Russell Wilson, man, to me, you know, uh, you know, they both are baseball players. You know, I think yeah. just Russell got a stronger arm for sure because mm-hmm. he, but uh, young, you know, behind a great defense, making all the right reads, all the right checks. You know, that back when Russell was year two when they won the Super Bowl, you watch how he played. He, they hand the ball off, running for, when Rick Marshawn running for 130, 120. You know, as we looking right now, you know, if you've been watching the media, if you've been running for 200 yards per game yeah. for the past actually, five, six He's actually a better runner than Russell. Yeah, you know he what is. I'm saying? So, uh, they, uh, I feel like they both did like the same type of player, you know, as you've seen that Russell kind of ball as a passer, you know, because that's mm-hmm. what they had to lean on because Marshawn was gone. Yeah. But right now, we, they both still a young core. Uh, shoot, they can still keep it running, you know, and he can learn on the go, like I feel like Russell did. Man, that's a good comparison. I never thought of it. When you look at all the players you could compare Jalen Hurts to or his game might be similar to Russell. I know one thing. They would love that in Philly if he can turn out to be who Russell Wilson is. Oh, no, they'll love it. They will love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so Slay, we're about to get you up out of here, but before we do, I love to hit our guests with rapid-fire questions. So this is a two-minute situation for you right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got the ball on the 45 coming out. Uh, they need a touchdown. They need yeah. a touchdown. They're coming out four wide receivers. They're going to throw it, and they don't care nothing about what you've been doing. They're going to target you. So let's see what you're going to do under pressure. First question for you. Quarterback you want to pick off the most? Maybe Peyton a guy Man- you never picked. Oh, you, oh you, you said Peyton. That was fast. Peyton Manning. You want to Peyton? I want to pay him so bad that I, but I, I want him so bad that I got Moss twice. <laughs> <laughs> who was it? Who, who got you? Denver, when he was in Denver, man, his last year in Denver, man. Demarius Thomas Moss me right before two minutes and scored. Uh-huh. Then uh, Emmanuel Sanders Moss me. I had the ball in my hand, but when I landed, I kind of like. He came down. He got yeah, it. he came down with it, snatched it out of my hand because I landed on his, uh, I landed on my ribs hard and I'm like, ah, and I let go the ball and it fell in his hand. So I'm like, oh, man, that's my chance to get paid. <laughs> oh, what about active guys currently still in the league? Ooh, man. Uh, dang. I pretty got mo- most of them. That's what I'm saying. Uh, oh, so he, like you heard, you heard, y'all heard what he said. He said, I got, yeah, most, I got of most of them. You know, uh, <laughs> shoot. Only one I don't got is Russell. I want Russell. Russell. You want Russell. Yeah. Y'all don't play the machine, dude. Nah, we don't. Okay. You want Russell. All right. Next question for you. Best trash talking wide receiver in the league right now. Ooh. Probably DK. Me and him got into it bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all had a little spat last <laughs> yeah, year, Yeah, right? me and DK, man, he be talking trash. And I don't, I don't be talking trash. He just talking trash for no reason. Yeah, yeah. He tried to, you know, he tried to play big man football. He tried to muscle people, too. You know, but most DBs, he tried to just go ahead and shower down over them. Look. Yeah, he be trying to set a tone early for no point of reason when nobody even saying that. I be just buying my <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> All right. Top five corners in the league right now. Uh, Ramsey. Uh, myself and sure now mm-hmm. um man i like I, lo- I love marshawn game man i love it Adam, i love Lattimore. yeah i love that more i love i love you know hunt freeze mm-hmm. especially gilmore mm-hmm. uh what's that four that's five that's five yeah they're my guys yeah, that's they're my guys for sure that's the ones i like to watch a lot 
best piece of advice you would give young corners? Um, to play, to play free, play free minded. You know, uh, that's my best advice to you. And I, and I always tell my young corners now today is, hey, don't go in there. Just go into the game with one formation or two formations and not be trying to master everything. Just go to look at two formations and that's it. Uh, yeah. imp- why is that important? Because you want you to play fast instead of trying to think. Because I was a rookie and I was thinking to myself at a young age, what they did in three by one, what they did by two by two, what they did yeah. by two gun by four. So I was just like, bump all that. I just take their two best form- formations they do all the time. And mm-hmm. I steal my stuff out of there. And, and everything else, I just play, you know, ball. And, and, and the years you go on, the years you go learn more about the ball, what kind of formations come with it. Okay. Who's the most talented teammate you ever played with? The most talented one I ever played with? Ooh, man. <sighs> Calvin Johnson. Yeah, I knew he was going to say Calvin. Outside of Calvin, who would you give it to? Ooh, all around. Uh, honestly, probably... Uh, Maybe uh, Global Quinn, man, as in just a talented person, because he uh he was very good at baseball, uh-huh. very good at football, and he was good in basketball. So he probably one of the other talented guys I've ever played with. Okay. Last question for you. You've been a part of the organization for quite some time. They're in Philly, two years to be exact, right? Two years in Philly. You've been around the city a lot. So when it comes to the Philadelphia Eagles fan base, who do, do they hate more, the Giants or the Cowboys? Boy, it's so hard to determine, but I, I, I guarantee it's them Cowboys, though. They don't care. They can't stand them boys. They can't Look, stand they, the Cowboys? They can't stand them boys. Look, I don't, I don't think they can stand any other team but theirs. <laughs> they probably can't stand them sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, for you then, as, as a player, being a part of the organization, who you hate more, the Giants or the Cowboys? Man, I hate the Cowboys because they cheated us in the playoffs in 2014. Oh. <laughs> when when Dez Bryant ran up on the field, yeah. pulled the flag, yeah, man, yeah they cheated us. Yeah, you already had some bad blood before you became a Philadelphia Eagle. Yeah, and Dallas, I heard Dallas had wanted to trade for me. I said, no, nah, I ain't going there. <clears throat> oh, you told Dallas no? I'm just saying it because I heard about it. I told him. Oh. Uh, yeah, I said, no, nah, I ain't going there. So no, if they sir. wanted to, you didn't. You wouldn't accept that trade if they wanted to trade for you? No, I wasn't going to Dallas. Wow, that's a first. Yeah, I, I couldn't stand them. They cheated us. <laughs> Whoa, boy, that runs deep right there, Slate. It runs Whoa. deep. Ooh. Runs deep. Yeah, you're right there with the homegrown Philadelphia Eagle fans when it comes to that <laughs> that element. Man, Slade said I would have told Jerry, no. Nope. I, I don't want to get I don't want to go there. Wow. Nope. Hey man, hey Slade, man, it's an honor, man. Have you on here? Uh joining me, Brian McFadden, Pat Peterson, all things covered. Man, I know the listeners and viewers definitely enjoyed this. I can tell y'all this much right now. I know Pro Bowl voting hasn't started yet. It's about to start, but that's a given. I mean, stay healthy. Slay gonna get the Pro Bowl. Slay got to get him the first. It, only option all pro gonna be first team, right? Slay, right? Got to be. You know, what I'm saying three tubs. You know, three tubs. A lot of three turnovers. Interceptions. Yeah, three Come interceptions. I got twenty one points on the board. Huh? And you play defense. Come on now, talk to me. You play defense, and you following whoever you need to follow when they to tell get- you to follow. Um, come on to make this happen. Let's get it. <laughs> yeah, first team all pro, man. We're gonna throw that in the universe right now. Allow man, allow it to manifest. First team all pro 2021, Darius Slade, starting cornerback for the Philadelphia Eagles, one of the best corners in the game, and a great high character guy, man. Joining me here, Pat Peterson, Brian McFadden, all things covered. Slade, who you got? The Jets. Oh, Zach Wilson. I mean, he's been generous all year. I know Jets fans might not want to hear this, but he might want well just go ahead and be consistent, right, Slay? Yeah, come on like, now, be gen- nice. Come on, man, yeah. be nice to me. Yeah, be nice. You've been generous Early all year. Early Christmas gift. No, 
whole question. No whole question. <laughs> hey, Slate, man, it's a it's a pleasure joining me, man. Be safe and go get you, go get you, go get you another tub and another pick this week. Yes, sir. Appreciate you.